The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Hello and welcome to this edition of Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host Tyler Chumlin at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter. Hawkeyes dropping a tough one last week in Evanston to Northwestern. Tough game coming up this weekend. Minnesota on the schedule. Floyd Rosedale at Stake, Iowa, looking to retain the trophy. It's a rivalry game. It's the first time P.J. Fleck is facing Iowa as the coach of the Golden Gophers. Iowa beat him a number of years ago um, with Western Michigan, but hashtag row the boat. P.J. Fleck and his boys come into town. This is Quick Hits. If you want to join us here on Quick Hits, if you want to be a part of our programming here at Hawkeyes Mike, give us a call. 1-866-744-HAWKS. That's 1-866-744-2957. Follow all of us on Twitter. We love interacting back and forth with everybody, so we like it. It's been a good season so far, interacting with people back and forth. It's kind of an up and down year for the Hawkeyes, and usually that makes for good fodder, makes for good uh, good interaction. So let's go ahead and dive into this thing. The Hawkeyes and the Golden Gophers from Kinnick Stadium. Opening drive, the Hawkeyes go five plays, 80 yards, including passes from Stanley to Hawkinson for 22 and easily for 25. Easy touchdown. Akram Wadley runs to the left, 12 yards out. Iowa 7-0. Hawkeyes score on the first possession. That's always a big thing for Iowa. Then two punts. I'm going to count punts. You're going to understand where I'm going with that uh, here in a little bit, but two punts. Uh, Iowa gets the uh, gets the ball back to Minnesota. Minnesota goes 14 plays, 68 yards. Iowa holds on. Fourth and one, though, at the Iowa 7 to get the ball back. Turnover on downs. First down, Stanley looking deep. Ball goes off Smith Marset's helmet. Jacob Huff intercepts the pass. The ball hit the ground off of Smith Marset's helmet, but the officials ruled that it was an interception, saying that Huff possessed the ball. If you look at the replay, it's very, very close. Very dicey. Brian Ferentz, uh, offensive coordinator for the Hawkeyes. I don't think he liked that one very much. The review, the call, uh, Kirk Ferentz did not as well. The reason I mentioned Brian is we're going to talk about him coming up here in a moment. Minnesota gets down to the Iowa 14. Jake Gervas gets redemption for the Hawkeyes on the interception in the end zone off of Josh Jackson's deflection. Huge turn of events. Minnesota gets the pick. They get down into the into Iowa territory deep, and then Iowa gets redemption. They get the pick. Here's Josh Jackson after the game on what he saw on the Gervais interception. No, we're in man coverage, and I, I was just trying to stay on top, and I seen the uh, ball come out, uh, and I just tried to undercut it, and I could get my hand around fast enough, so the best thing to do is just uh, knock the ball down. That ended up in uh, Jake's hand, so I think that was, um, you know, it was good on that part. Iowa's ball. Now, here's where we're going to talk about punts. Eight straight punts following the interception by, by Gervais. Eight straight punts. That's not not great, folks. <laughs> There's no really good way to slice that. Eight straight punts. Unbelievable. Iowa gets the ball back at their own 49 with a minute 40 left. Stanley hits Butler, who breaks a number of tackles, gets hit as he's falling. He fumbles the ball. It's under review. Now, Butler made a couple guys miss, broke a couple tackles, had a nice play, but he's tackled. The ball pops out. It was definitely a fumble, but it looked like his forward progress was maybe stopped. There were five or six defenders there. Brian Ferentz was hurt 
heard going down to the locker room at halftime. This happened right before halftime. Heard cussing out, swearing at the official review his booth because they ultimately ruled that it was a fumble and that his forward progress wasn't stopped. If you listen to the whistles on the review, he clearly wasn't, it wasn't blown dead. It was a good play by Minnesota, but Brian Ferentz heard cussing out the officials on his way down to the locker room at halftime. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game talking about his son, his offensive coordinator at the ha- in the halftime uh, happenings up in the press box. Real quickly, uh, I just learned a little while ago about some inappropriate behavior up in the press box uh, by one of our coaches. And yeah, I don't know all the details at this given point, but uh, what I heard is just it's not acceptable. And, you know, we're just not going down that road. So uh, there's a certain level of professionalism that you have to be uh, operate with. And, uh, you know, we'll plan on doing that in the, in the, uh, in the future. And uh, so in the meantime, you know, we'll sit down, address this, find out what the details are. I'm a little sketchy in terms of what all took place. But uh, the bottom line is there's no, there's no room for that. So uh, that will be addressed. And, uh, you know, we're going to move on. First half went quick, 7-0. <laughs> Hawkeyes scored on their first possession, and then there were a lot of punts. Typical Big Ten game, good stuff. Let's go into the second half. Minnesota, they go 3-and-out to start. Iowa starts at his own 33, 3rd-11. Stanley hits Matt Vandenberg for 11 yards, keeps the drive going, 1st and 10. From the Minnesota 45, Stanley hits Noah Fant for 45 yards. Touchdown, Iowa Fant in the end zone. He does a little bit of the row-the-boat action for a touchdown celebration. Beautiful, beautiful pass and catch from Stanley to Fant. Five plays, 67 yards. Touchdown Iowa, 14 to nothing. Here's Noah Fant after the game on the touchdown catch. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it was a great, great ball by Nate. Um, like a really nice ball. And uh, and uh, so, yeah, it was really fun. It was. It was in the air a long time. I didn't like I didn't know if he was going to throw it that far, but he sure did sling that thing down the field. So um, he got it down there right on the money, and uh, it was really nice. have that celebration planned ahead of time? <laughs> Spur of the moment. <laughs> it was a little bit of both. I can't yeah. lie. It was a little bit of both you know it's a big game for us it's a big game for them um a lot of emotions are are in it um me personally i know a couple guys on their team they know me um you know and they they do the thing on third down where or when they get a third down stop and they hold the hold their fist in the air to show fourth down so just thought we'd we'd bring in a little a little uh spice into our game and uh you know it worked out well for us 14 nothing four more punts folks four more punts minnesota gets good position after a bad punt though at iowa's 40 yard line. Eight plays capped off by a Demry Croft 10-yard pass to Nate Wozniak setting up the touchdown to McCrary from one yard out. 14-7. to seven, The end of the third quarter happens. This game went quick. It really did. There was a lot of punting uh, and not a lot of scoring. The defenses played well. The offenses did not play all that well. The Hawkeyes have a couple nice touchdowns. One to start the game and one to start the second half and really that was about it until we got to the fourth quarter. Iowa goes three and out. They can't get much going. Hawkinson had a nice catch on a release play, but he was called for holding himself it was it's a weird play he got called for holding then Iowa forces Minnesota to go three and out big sack on second down by Bo Bauer in the fourth quarter after the sack by Bauer Iowa starts at their own 27 with 10 30 left in the game 11 plays 59 yards heavy dose of James Butler who's back from injury on the possession heavy dose of Butler sets up a 32 yard field goal by Miguel Racinos it's up and it's good snuck inside the left upright Iowa extends their lead to 17 to 7 Minnesota gets the ball back. They open things up with a 63-yard pass to Johnson to, from Croft, setting up the Emmett Carpenter field goal from 33 out. Iowa has a nice stop. Good defense. 17-10 to 10. now your score. 428 left in the football game. Iowa ball. Stanley finds Fant to move the chains once, but again, Iowa has to punt on the play. Minnesota gets the ball back. It's do or die time for the Gophers. 121 left. Minnesota at their own 15. Incomplete pass. Then a quarterback carry for 5 yards. And an 
incomplete pass, brings up fourth and five. Anthony Nelson gets in the backfield and sacks Croft to end the football game 17-10. to The Iowa Hawkeyes are victorious. They keep Floyd of Rosedale in Iowa City. It's not a pretty win, but it was a very hard-fought win. The Hawkeyes have to be happy after that one. Here's Kirk Ferentz after the game talking about how it was good that Iowa won this football game. Number one, just how you feel. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough, you know, coming out of there last week and then you get the bus ride. And uh, We've had good bus rides and bad bus rides out of there, and it's just it's, it's really a tough thing. And uh, it stays with you on Sunday. You know, we have the 24-hour rule. But we, you, know, you blow right by that, and probably uh, until you get on the field Monday, you know, you, you really, it, it stays with you. So um, that's always the best part is getting back with the players, getting back to work. But it hurts, you know, and it hurts, and you don't get them back. That, that's football. You know, we're a really competitive business. It's a competitive league, and but it's really, really good to get a win. No matter how you get it, it's good to get a win. Rivalry game, that's even better. The win is important. That's Ference after the football game. 17-10, to 10, Hawkeyes victorious. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes. Mike, I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Hawkeyes, they move to 5-3. and three. We're going to talk about this career coming up in a little bit after the break, as well as hear from a couple of the other players, as well as Kirk Ferentz, and talk about the Big Ten and wrap things up here for this edition of Quick Hits. But really, really a good turnaround after the loss to Northwestern last week for the Hawkeyes. So 17-10, they're victorious. P.J. Fleck drops another one. He's now 4-4 four and four in his first year at Minnesota. It could be tough sledding for them to go to a bowl game. They've got some tough games coming up. Minnesota does. Iowa has tough games coming up as well. They get Ohio State next week. Then they go on to the road to Wisconsin. Then Purdue at home. Then they wrap things up in Lincoln at Nebraska. So tough, tough, tough sledding. But Iowa got their fifth one. So they're one, only one win away from being bowl eligible, which is good for the Hawkeyes. Let's go ahead and take a real quick break. This is Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes. Mike, when we get back, we'll dive into stats analysis, look around to the Big Ten, and then we'll wrap things up for this week. This is Quick Hits on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Back with more after this. So Nate Stanley and the Hawkeyes take over at their own seven and begin with a pass. Down the sideline. It's Samir Smith-Marset. Off his hands and intercepted by Jacob Huff. Unbelievable. And this is exactly what you'd want if you're Iowa until Smith-Marset somehow. I don't know if that somehow got caught up maybe in the lights as he looked back. And what a play by Jacob Huff just to get back, to even be close to picking this off. Hawkeye's mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings, moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. job of this Iowa defensive front, a Minnesota team that has protected their quarterbacks all year long, but time and time again, they've stepped up. Welcome back to Quick Hits here on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter. Hawkeyes victorious over the Minnesota Golden Gophers, 17-10. to Tough fought game. Hawkeyes able to hang on. Minnesota scores all the 10 points in the fourth quarter. Iowa wins those 17-10. to They stave off the Minnesota rally at the end. Let's go ahead and go around stats-wise. Total yards, Iowa had 300 
115, 200, uh, excuse me, 190 of those were passing, 125 of those were on the ground. Minnesota, 281 yards, 139 through the air, 142 on the ground. Minnesota completions and attempts, nine completions, 29 attempts on the day, one interception thrown. Iowa threw a pick as well, 15 to 27. We'll get into Nate Stanley's stat line here coming up in a little bit. 15 first downs for both teams, third down efficiency. Iowa only three, only three of 14, Minnesota only four of 16. Minnesota went for it on fourth down twice. They did not get it. New Kirk not showing up against Minnesota. They did not go for it on fourth down. Really didn't present itself um, in this football game. When they when they had fourth down, they were in their own territory uh, with the opportunity to punt. Penalties, Iowa had six for 50. Minnesota had five for 37. Iowa had two turnovers. Minnesota had one turnover. Time of possession, pretty even. Iowa 28-47. Minnesota 31-13. Let's go ahead and look at individual stats. Minnesota first. Demery Croft, quarterback, nine of 29. Not a great day. 139 through the air. He did throw a pick. That's quarterback rating of 3.5. Not very good. Minnesota rushing. Rodney Smith had 15 carries for 82 yards. Shannon Brooks had nine for 40. Kobe McCrary, he had seven for 22. Demery Crofts had 11 for net zero yards on the day. Um, McCrary did have the touchdown. I forgot to mention that. Minnesota receiving. Tyler Johnson had four catches for 92 yards. Rodney Smith had two catches for 15. Kobe McCrary had one for 13. Nate Wozniak had one for 10. It was a big one at the end of the game. They're setting up that touchdown. And then Eric Carter had one for nine. On the Iowa side of things, sophomore quarterback Nate Stanley, 15 of 27. Didn't really light the world on fire. Had a touchdown and a pick. 190 yards. That's a 40.4 quarterback rating. Akram Wadley, 16 carries, 70 total yards on the ground. That's an average of 4.4. One touchdown for Wadley on that first possession of the game. James Butler got more involved. 11 carries, 28 yards on the day for Butler. After the game, Butler was asked about missing time. He's missed the last five weeks, and he's a senior. He transferred in this year. Here's Butler after the game talking about making an impact after missing time. It was, it was hard. You know, obviously the decision coming here was hard, and then, you know, finally getting here, never being injured in my career. Then first injury comes here, you know, senior year, and that was that was tough, you know, and as an injured person, you know, you kind of feel like not, not a part of the team. You're like watching from the sideline. You never know. You don't know if you're going to get back in or not. But uh, just, you know, I grew a good relationship with the trainers, so that was good. But uh, you know, they really helped me get back, helped me stay positive, and the coaches, you know, you see that they still believe in me. So that was good. Butler had 11 carries for 28 yards, as I mentioned. Amir Smith-Marset had a carry on an end around for 17, and then Nate Stanley had three carries for 15 yards. Actually looked pretty good on his feet um, in this football game. Iowa receiving-wise, Noah Fant, three catches, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Row the boat. Nick Easley, five catches, 49 yards. TJ Hawkinson had two for 26. Butler had one for 19. Matt Vandenberg had a catch for 11. Amir Smith-Marset had one for eight. Akramaldi had one for five, and Brady Ross had one for five as well. Butler did fumble in the game, uh, that controversial play in the first half. Josie Jewell back. Let's go ahead and look at defense. Defense. He was back. 11 total tackles. No surprise there. Leading the way with six solo tackles. Jake Gervas had a nice game. He had eight tackles in this one as well as a pass defended. Monty Hooker had six tackles. Ben Neiman had six tackles. Four of those were solo. He had a tackle for loss. Parker Hesse had five tackles, two tackles for loss, and one sack. Bo Bauer had a sack amongst his five tackles. Anthony Nelson had four tackles, including the sack to end the game. Cedric Lattimore played well. He had three tackles. He had a sack in this one as well. Manny Ragumba had three tackles. Josh Jackson had three tackles. Matt Nelson had two tackles. AJ Epineza got a little playing time. He had two tackles. Tyler Kluver had a tackle. Garrett Jansen, Imani Jones, Nick Neiman, Geno Stone, Nathan Budget, Sam Brinks, Michael Ojemudia, Dominic Daphne, Matt Hankins, Ivory Kelly Martin. They all got tackles. Yes, the running back, Ivory Kelly Martin, had a tackle in this football game. A lot of punt coverage <laughs> tackles for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Jake Gervas was the only Hawkeye to get a turnover. The, in, the interception for Gervas um, off the Josh Jackson deflection. After the game, Akram Wadley, I think, summed this up perfectly in a very short clip. I'm going to go ahead and play that for you. Here's Akram Wadley after the victory over Minnesota. We needed this in the worst way. 
they needed a win in the worst way. And I couldn't agree with them more. After going to Northwestern and stinking up the field. I mean, they laid a stinker against Northwestern. And they come back. They build momentum early. They get a touchdown. They play Big Ten football, punting, you know, <laughs> cloud of dust type stuff for the most part. But they're able to get a couple nice plays, momentum boosting plays, able to stave off Minnesota at the end of the game. They played great defense in this football game. Iowa's defense really has shown up this season. And it's one of those things that no one's really ever talking about because they're not winning every football game. But you look at what they've done in the Big Ten season so far, and they've been able to play pretty good defense. That Penn State game, they played pretty good defense. Minnesota, Michigan State, they played great defense, even though the offense couldn't get anything going. Illinois was, you know, it was not, nothing really. I mean, Illinois is not very good. And then even last week against Northwestern, that's a that's a shifty team. That's a tough team to prepare for with that super back and the way that Pat Fitzgerald runs his offense. And the defense was able to, to hold them off. They played well. And then this week against Minnesota, Minnesota got some yardage, but they were able to ultimately lock down the passing game. They were able to force a turnover when they needed it. And ultimately they were able to play pretty well. A big part of that has been the secondary. And they've shuffled personnel, but they've had a couple guys really show up. And one of those guys that I'm really impressed with is Josh Jackson. This kid could be, well, this guy's the limit for him. I mean, you look at what he's been able to do, and he had some great defend passes defended. He made some terrific plays, nice tackles in this football game. And Josh Jackson was asked after the game, you know, this personnel shuffle and how they've been able to have some success. And here's Jackson after the game talking about the defensive backs and shuffling guys around. Just every day, you know, everybody, all the DBs and safeties, we're all, you know, we're all one team. You just want to make sure that we come out to practice and, you know, we just you know, give it all. Whoever's in there, we want to make sure that we're giving our best effort and just um, playing up as hard as we can to help the defense. Speaking of shuffling guys around, the idea going into the season was to have kind of a platoon at running back, and James Butler was one of those guys that was supposed to be back, and um, Akram Wildly acknowledged that in media day, you know, saying it's kind of nice having another guy that's a senior and step in there, you know, a guy to take the place of LaShun Daniels, who graduated, and Wildly was asked after the game about having Butler back, and a lot of times with running backs, it's kind of touchy because, you know, it's guy taking away your touches, taking away your carries, but Akram Wildly was was all smiles when he talked about James Butler. Here's Wildly after the game talking about the other senior running back. We both, we both did good. You know, he came in and, um, you know, he had a questionable call down there in the uh, red zone area, and um, he bounced back, you know, and um, it, it was good to see him. It was good to see him back. Um, the, the day before yesterday, when we was in a team room going over our keys, he gave a short speech, you know, how, how, how happy he is to be back. He was just so happy the whole day. Senior running back Akram Wadley after the 17-10 victory for the Iowa Hawkeyes over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Floyd Rosedale stays in Iowa City. Hawkeyes have tough sledding going forward. They're 5-3 on the season, 2-3 in conference. They get Ohio State next week at home after Ohio State came back and beat Penn State in an unbelievable football game um, over the weekend. Then Iowa goes to Wisconsin. Camp Randall, it's going to be a heck of a matchup no matter how good or bad either one of these teams are. It's always a good football game. Should be interesting there. Then they get Purdue at home. That's a winnable game. Then they go to Nebraska, where Iowa's had a lot of success since the Huskers joined the Big Ten here a number of years ago. So you look at that, they need to get one win to get bowl eligible, but I think the Minnesota game was a crossroads game. They needed to win that game to, to, to ultimately try to define success, and that's that 7-8 win season. And you look at that schedule going forward, I think all those games are winnable. I'm going to go out on a limb this weekend. I think Iowa plays really well against Ohio State, and I think Ohio State hangs over. I'm going to pick Iowa to beat Ohio State this week, and I know you're laughing. You're saying that he's nuts and everything else, but whatever. I think Iowa showed me this weekend that they're capable of playing the the classic Big Ten game, and that's what they need to do. They need to make Ohio State have these long, drawn-out drives, force punts, force turnovers, and then Iowa's offense has to just get enough points just to hold them off. I know you think I'm crazy. I'm sipping on Grandpa's little coffee. 
Smith. I don't know. Whatever. But I'm picking Iowa to beat Ohio State this week. I might be the only one. But it is what it is. I'll uh, I'll take my lumps after they lose by 45 if I have to. So that's going to do it for us here, wrapping up the Iowa and Minnesota football game. Kind of a boring game. Not a whole lot going on with it, really. You look at what's kind of going on. It's standard Big Ten football. And a lot of these games over the weekend were standard Big Ten football, I thought. You had Wisconsin uh, beating Illinois 24-10. to That was a stinker of a game. Rutgers fell to Michigan 35-14. to Indiana, Maryland, a shootout 42-39. to The Terps on top. Northwestern in three overtimes was able to beat Michigan State. Look out, here come the Wildcats. Ohio State, number six, beat Penn State, number two, 39 to 38. And then Nebraska, they were able to beat Purdue 25 to 24. That was a good football game as well. Uh, before I get out of here, before I wrap things up, kudos. I want to shout out. I know Iowa fans hate when people do this, but you got to shout out to Iowa State. Unbelievable football game. They beat TCU over the weekend. Iowa State's got the inside track to possibly win the Big 12, and that's wild. I know that really, uh, I know that really sticks Iowa fans. It bothers them, but you got to give props to the, to the team out West, right? Isn't that how we do it? So speaking of that, uh, plenty of uh, difficult conversations probably coming up in Minnesota as we wrap things up here. Iowa 17, Golden Gophers led by P.J. Fleck 10. Next week, Hawkeyes get Ohio State. Going to do this all over again. Check out all the stuff coming on with us this week at Hawkeyes Mike. We got Stat Smackdown. We got the Reporter's Notebook. All good stuff all week long. Love it when you interact with us on Twitter. You can also interact with us. Send us an email, info at HawkeyesMike.com. Check out the website, Hawkeyes Mike. Check us out on Twitter. We like interacting, like going back and forth. So credit to Fox Sports 1 for clips used in this program. That's going to do it for us here on Quick Hits. I'm I'm Tyler Chumlin. I'm your host. Thank you for joining. I will be back next week to recap what I think is going to be an Iowa victory over Ohio State. Yeah, you can make fun of me on Twitter after the game's over and Ohio State wins by 45. So that's going to do it here on Quick Hits. Thanks for listening. This is Hawkeyes Mike. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.